Welcome to episode 43 of the Author Ads Academy podcast. I'm your host, Matt Holmes. Thank you so much for joining me today. Honored to have you with me and spending a few minutes of your day with me. So today we're going to be diving into scaling your Amazon ads, what scaling is, where to find scaling opportunities inside your Amazon ads account, and ultimately how to know when you are ready to scale your Amazon ads. Before we dive in though, I want to give you a little gift to say thank you for listening to the podcast, which is my Amazon Ads Toolkit. So inside the Amazon Ads Toolkit, you'll find the exact tools that I've built and use every day when managing Amazon Ads to plan, build, launch, optimize, and scale your Amazon Ads to help you reach more readers and consistently sell more books. So inside the toolkit, there's the Amazon Ads Targeting Tool, which I use to keep a track of what I'm testing, that's keywords and ASINs and categories, what is and isn't working of those tests, a log of what changes I make to an account, a calculator for working out bid adjustments for the top of search and product pages, a maximum bid calculator to figure out what the maximum bid that you can actually put towards a keyword or an ASIN to achieve your desired results, and so much more. The other tool in the toolkit is the Amazon Ads tracking tool that allows you to Track the most important metrics of your Amazon ads each month. Keep tabs on your spend, your sales, your page reads, and more. And this tool is really invaluable in spotting trends and patterns in your data that you can make more informed decisions from. So to download the Amazon ads toolkit for free, head on over to matthewjhomes.com forward slash ads toolkit. That's all one word. And... You can also find the link to the toolkit in the podcast show notes. So that's matthewjhomes.com forward slash ADS toolkit, T-O-O-L-K-I-T. That's all one word. So let's dive right into today's episode then. First of all, what is scaling? So scaling is maximizing the results of your best performing Amazon ads targets, whether that's keywords or ASINs or both. And with scaling, you're really focusing in on the 20% of keywords and ASINs that are driving 80% of the results. So in our case, that's orders and page reads. And are you ready to scale? Bear in mind that scaling is going to take more time and it's going to take more money to scale because there's higher cost per clicks involved with scaling, just like there is on any advertising platform. And there's also more time involved in looking through the data and making decisions on that data. Also understand that scaling takes time. Amazon ads is a marathon, it's not a sprint. There's no overnight riches. This is not a get rich quick type of scheme in any way, shape or form. It's gonna take time. It's the long game you're playing with Amazon ads. So keep that in mind. And you'll be increasing bids and budgets and ad types and targets and increasing your spent time looking at the data. So, You need to ask yourself, what are your goals with scaling? Is it more sales? Is it more brand awareness? Is it a better ranking you're going after? Determine what your goals are for scaling because you're never going to hit a target that you can't see. So get really clear on what your goals are for scaling and why you want to be doing it. And finally, how much time and money can you realistically put towards scaling your ads to achieve your goals? Have you got an extra $500 a month, $1,000 a month, $2,000 a month to put into it? How many hours extra can you put into your Amazon ads when you're writing and all the other marketing and advertising that goes on with, with your books, with your author business? 
How much extra time can you put into your ads? So ask yourself those questions. Next, where do you find these scaling opportunities? The best place is your search term reports, which you can download from your Amazon ads dashboard. And that's going to give you an overview of all the targeting inside of your Amazon ads account and what isn't isn't working. The keywords and ASINs that have generated two or more orders and or borrows at a reasonable conversion rate is what you are really looking for. And by a reasonable conversion rate, I mean that you don't want to be choosing keywords that have taken 100 clicks to generate two or more orders or borrows. Because if you're spending a dollar a click, that's $100 for two orders or two borrows, which is just completely unsustainable. But if you've been optimizing your ads up to this point, then that shouldn't be an issue as you have found your threshold of when you negate or pause keywords or reduce bids on keyword erasings. So in my case, that's generally 10 to 15 clicks without a sale or borrow and I pause it or I negate it or I just drastically reduce the bid on it. So once you've been through that process, you've optimized your ads and you found some winners in terms of targets, then those are the ones you want to be scaling up. But your threshold may be three or more orders or borrows. It might be five or more orders or borrows. So find your threshold and pick those keywords and ASINs and scale those up. What do you do then with these scaling opportunities? So the keywords, you move those into a dedicated scaling campaign, or as I call them, a performance campaign as an exact match keyword. And with the ASINs, you move those into a dedicated performance campaign. Now, this is a separate campaign from the keyword performance campaign. You want to keep your ASINs and your keywords in separate campaigns all the time because they perform very differently and also you won't have the control over the two different types of targeting if you mix them together. You also need to be using a higher bid on these keywords and ASINs in the performance campaigns than the average cost per click that they were achieving in the source campaign that they came from. So if a particular keyword, for example, was achieving a 67 cents cost per click on average in the research campaigns and you want to move those into a performance campaign, then you need to be bidding more than that 67 cents on that same keyword in the performance campaign. Otherwise, your results are just going to be the same, potentially, if not worse, than they were in the research campaign. So you need to be much more aggressive on these keywords that you want to scale up. Now, there's something a little bit controversial in terms of negating. So what I mean by that is once the keyword or ASIN in the scaling campaign is in that campaign, then you can negate it in the source campaign that it came from. You can do that immediately as soon as you create the performance campaign or you can wait a little bit. I prefer to wait until the keyword or ASIN that I've just put into the performance campaign has started to get impressions, clicks and sales and borrows which is generally after five to seven days in most instances. Sometimes it can take longer. But once it's got that data, it started generating some impressions and some clicks and some sales and some borrows, then I negate it in the source campaign that it came from. So that all the impressions going forward for those keywords and ASINs are in the new performance campaign. They're not in the original campaign that it came from. And you also want to set high daily budgets on these performance campaigns to prevent them from running out of budget. That's the last thing you want is to be running out of budget on these really high performing keywords and ASINs that you're trying to scale up. Now you never want to stop looking for new scaling opportunities. Eventually I recommend that you aim for an 80-20 split with your budget. So 
80% of your overall Amazon ads budget should be going on scaling campaigns, the performance campaigns, where you are scaling up these keywords and ASINs that have proven themselves. And then the remaining 20% of your budget should be going on more research campaigns. So by research, I mean things like search terms, author names, book titles, ASINs, series titles, category targeting, automatic targeting. Those are the sort of things that you need to be constantly running in the background to funnel into your performance campaigns that you can scale up. And the reason we do this is because customer behavior changes over time, trends change over time, ranking of books you are targeting changes on an hourly basis, new books come to market every single day. And if you're not consistently doing research for new targets to supply your performance campaigns, those performance campaigns are eventually going to dry up and stop working. So you need to be constantly funneling more targets into those campaigns because some targets within those performance campaigns will just suddenly just stop working. That's not always the case and it's only going to be a small percentage, but some will start to just drop off for some unbeknown reason. And by focusing the majority of your budget on these performance campaigns, you're going to be maximizing the results and the impact you can achieve with these already proven targets. Now, some expectations on scaling. You need to keep in mind, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, that scaling is going to cost more money, but it's also gonna cost more time to manage the campaigns and look at the data. CPCs or cost per clicks are generally going to be higher when scaling, and this is the same across any advertising platform, that when you scale, your cost per clicks go up. Now your ACOS, your advertising cost of sale, is far less important when scaling. TACOs, or total ACOS, total advertising cost of sale, is much more relevant and much more important where you're comparing your total ad spend to your total royalties. So this number is gonna give you feedback and data on whether the additional money you're spending on your ads is having an impact on your bottom line, your total royalties that are coming in. Also keep an eye on your ranking of the books that you're advertising. With more sales and borrowers of your books coming from these performance campaigns, you should start to see an improvement in ranking, which will result in more organic sales and borrowers, meaning better sales history for the Amazon ads, which helps the Amazon ads work better, meaning more sales and borrowers from the ads, more reviews and ratings, helping improve the conversion rates of the ads and on the organic side of things, which is like a beautiful flywheel effect that you reach once you get to this place where everything is working cohesively together. And finally, as I refer to a lot, Amazon ads is all about playing the long game and scaling your Amazon ads is no different. You need to be patient, persistent, consistent, review the data regularly and only scale up the absolute best performing and most relevant targets. And ultimately don't sacrifice relevance for scale because it won't work. Amazon ads place a lot of emphasis on relevance and you really need to be keeping that in mind when you are scaling. Relevance is king. So that's what I've got for you this week, a rundown of scaling your Amazon ads, where to find scaling opportunities and how to scale those opportunities. Hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and you're now in a better position to start scaling your Amazon ads. And remember to download your free Amazon ads toolkit I've put together by heading over to matthewjhomes.com forward slash ads toolkit, all one word. And as I said, you can find the link to the Amazon ads toolkit in the podcast show notes. So thank you for listening to today's episode. I'll be back with you next Wednesday. 
with another Amazonads podcast. But until then, I'll leave you the same way I leave you every single episode. Have a fantastic week writing, a fantastic week advertising, and I'll see you again for another episode real soon.